Welcome to Gracefield Grit. I'm your host, Lana Stinner, and we are chatting all about growing your faith, family, and the backyard farm. Here at the Gracefield Homestead, we are having honest, hard, and authentic conversations with some amazing guests about getting back to the basics and what's important in life. We are not for everyone, and we don't clean up our conversations, so you will get the unedited chat. Each episode, you can expect practical tips and encouragement. I am so honored to have you join us today, so grab a cup of coffee and let's do this thing. Hey, friend. Welcome back to the Gracefield Grit Podcast. I'm your host, Lana Stenner, and I am so glad that you're joining us today. We are going off script in today's episode into the unplanned, and you just have to do that sometimes, right? Life is a roller coaster over here and always changing with twists and turns, many that are unexpected. Sometimes you're having record highs and the lowest of lows all in the same week, sometimes even in the same day. We had a pretty big loss over here at the Gracefield Homestead this past week, and we are going to share a bit about that with you. Sometimes we share this type of thing, and other times, most times, we don't. I'm still struggling to get used to being here in the online space, and it can be a bit interesting with your life wrapped up into Instagram stories or TikTok videos. I've found myself sharing less and less personal stuff lately. However, this is about an individual many of you have come to know and love, so we're going to go there today. First, however, we are going to celebrate and acknowledge a huge milestone. The Gracefield Homestead Cookbook came out this past week, and it's still sitting as the Amazon number one new release cookbook in natural food cooking. There are many of these lists, and they do change daily, but we are soaking up the joy of it while it lasts. It was a happy moment in life, even though it was a bit overshadowed by some sad news. We are savoring the joy and so happy that this book is done and out into the world. So just a bit about the background here. The Gracefield Homestead Cookbook is our second book of the three that we were under contract with Harvest House Publishing. I love food and family dinners, but I honestly had no idea how hard it was to put together a cookbook until these past two years. Two years ago, we started working on it, and exactly one year ago, we turned in the manuscript and all the photos. For this past year, the publisher has been printing and promoting in all of the places. They do a great job at that. I've learned so much through this second book process, and I've been asked a couple of times what the hardest piece was, And I will say there were two pieces of it that were were kind of a struggle for us. We all have our own family recipes, and I'm sure you have many of your own as well. And if you're like me, sometimes they're just in your head and they're not written down. Some of them are and some of them aren't. So getting them down and documented is a thing, especially if you're like me and you like to wing it and change it up every time, like add some extra spice one day or make it more creamy the next time you make it. So you do have to pick a path if you're documenting it in a cookbook. So we did it. But to be honest with you, the most difficult part was the food photography. I am super happy about how the photography turned out, and I have received so many compliments on the recipe shots, 
which I hope is an encouragement to you on following your dreams and stepping out of that comfort zone. Most of you know that all of my photos are taken with my iPhone, and I am not trained in photography at all, but I just learned to put down those fears and trust the design, the aesthetic, and knowing what looks yummy to me, and I just went for it. So you do not have to know everything before you jump into chasing the dreams of yours. If you walk away from this episode with only one thing, this is it. Just get in there and figure it out. Don't wait until you know everything and it's all perfect before you go for it. So on to the real part of the week. Many of you know and love our very first goat on the property, Mama Glorianne, and she passed away this week, sadly. It is a bit silly how it has impacted us all. We have been here on the property for over 20 years, and most of that time we've had all of the gardens and fruit trees, chickens, grapevines, but for some reason, the goats are what kicked off our online platforms. Glorianne began it all. She was the patriarch of the goat gang, totes my goats mama, and gave birth to our first goat triplets in the sink that the photos went viral on. She was the sweetest, silliest thing, and we are glad that she passed in her old age peacefully in the barn after lots of snuggles from her kids, grand goats, and great-great-grandkid goats. They all loved her so much and were so snuggly. So I thought in her honor, I'd share the story of how she helped me follow my dreams and not give up. So if you already have our first book, you may remember the story from chapter one of the Gracefield Homestead Lessons Learned about Faith, Family, and the Farm. Here is the very short passage. Goats don't give up when the situation gets tough. They find a way to persevere and reach their goals over, under, or right through that sturdy wire fence. When you are pursuing a dream, the smallest of doubts can derail your plans. A part of our homestead dream was raising many Nubian goats. We had a glorious garden and daily chicken eggs from our feisty flock, but a dream of silly tiny goats frolicking through our back pasture and of course that yummy goat's milk cheese. Many Nubians were a rare breed just a few years ago. I found a farm that had three for sale a couple of hours from our home. This family had hit hard times with the husband in bad shape and preparing for surgery. They no longer could take care of their animals and needed to sell them ASAP. CJ was at the fire station and I was on my own. So I loaded up the old Jeep with two large dog kennels and was off on a new adventure. The sun was shining on that chilly day. My car radio was turned to happy music, and I was singing aloud as I knocked out those miles between me and my dream. As I arrived and pulled into their beautiful property, doubt started to creep in, wondering if I had what it takes to raise these little ones. This property had the perfect setup with multiple barns, pastures, sheds, and ponds. Is there such a thing as fence envy? If so, I had it. They had the perfect setup on sprawling acreage, and we did not. The comparison game breeds doubt. Who did I think I was? Our farm is tiny, my barn is an old shack, and our fencing didn't even exist. I had ordered an electric fence on Amazon, but hadn't put it up yet. 
what on earth was I thinking? I am not equipped for this. I need at least two more years to get ready for this undertaking. The woman was so kind asking me about our setup. It was clear she loved her goats and wanted them to go to a good home. She then said, let's go meet the kids and see if they like you. They are a good judge of character. This family was giving me their precious kids and I was not worthy to even babysit them for an hour. She pointed at Pistol Pete. He was a feisty little one jumping from platform to platform in her goat playground. One more thing I didn't have. Molly was sweet snacking on some hay. And when they realized I didn't have a snack for them, they turned away and went back to what they were doing. Well, that was strike one and two. Hopefully I won't strike out with number three. Then we went around the corner to find Glorianne laying up on a platform. Oh my word, she is huge. Mini Nubian, she had to weigh 150 pounds. How on earth did she get her large rear end up there? She gracefully jumped down and strolled over to sniff me. She put her big head under my hand as if to tell me to scratch her ears. She took a nibble at my jacket and then would not leave my side. Oh, she loves you already. Hooray, it's meant to be, said the owner, as I was thinking there was no way she was going to fit into that small kennel in my car. The next hour was tough and left me swimming in sweat and a pool of doubt. She suggested that we load up Glorianne first since she was the largest. We proceeded to both attempt to pick her up unsuccessfully. One, two, three, lift as she was on the front and I was on the back. This goat was huge and awkward and all of a sudden felt slippery, although she was dry. We were in the middle of nowhere with no help. I asked her if I could borrow that large sheet of wood laying against the barn to make a ramp. That was unsuccessful as it broke under her weight. After an hour, we backed up the Jeep to a rock pile to carefully walk her up it. It was important that the rocks be sturdy and we find a path that would not break her ankle. After the first two tries and failures, she looked at her watch and asked if she could give, take a minute to check in on her husband, and then she was gone. She left me there standing with all my doubts, and Glorianne nestled up trying to get her ear scratched again. I'm done. I'm in way over my head, and it is clear I need to throw in the towel and go home. Again, what was I thinking? I need to get out of here now and without these goats. I could jump in the car and be on the highway before the farmer comes back out. Just then, she came out her front door and hollered up at both of us. Don't get discouraged, ladies. We will get over this hurdle. You two are meant to be together. She walked up, stepped back as to analyze the mounds of rocks and suggested we lead Big Mama up a path a few inches over. It worked. Glorianne glided up that mound with her head held high as if she was gracefully walking the red carpet to enter her award ceremony. It worked, and she fit into that kennel, surprisingly. She plopped down comfortably and started chewing her cud like she had been there her whole life. We made quick work of getting the smaller ones in together, and then it was time to leave. As the farmer handed me the paperwork and the snack packs filled with sliced apples and celery, she said, you are going to be a great goat mama. And I was off.
If you have that homestead spirit in your soul, when problems seem insurmountable, you will persist and figure it out. Glorianne was such an integral part of our small farm for so many years. When I think of her, it is pure joy. And when she had her first set of triplets and one was not going to make it, totes my goats, he came in the house for a couple of months until we nursed him back to health. And it was so beautiful to watch how she treated him during his visits out to the goat gang and then his permanent transition back out. You would have thought he was never away from her side. He was gone all of those weeks and she treated him like gold. She was such a good mama. And even just a month ago, she was laying in the sun, chewing her cud while her great, great grandbabies would parkour sidekick jumping off of her back. She loved it when those little goats were all jumping all around her. She will be missed. Friends and family have asked the obvious question that no one wants to bring up. How do you bury a 150 pound large goat? And it wasn't easy. But CJ was able to dig out her final resting place with his tractor, and we covered her with all kinds of wildflowers and her favorite zinnias and roses. It's a bit interesting how attached we got to this joyful animal. God's simple pleasures are such a blessing and can help us learn some of life's most important lessons. So we're going to dedicate this episode to the one and only Mama Goat Glorianne. There's a lot of debate on if animals and pets will be in heaven. I haven't researched or dove into this question very deep. However, we know there is a glorious white horse talked about in Revelation 19. And in Isaiah eleven six, it says about heaven, the wolf will live with the lamb and the leopard will lie down with the goat. Rest in peace, sweet Glorianne. Thank you for all the joy. Thank you for joining us today in this episode of Grace-Filled Grit. I know that your time is valuable, and I truly appreciate you being here. I hope it was helpful and that you'll share it with a friend. In order to schedule amazing guests on our show, we could use some good reviews. So if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be honored if you could head over to the podcast app on your phone, tap the album art for the Grace-Filled Grit podcast, scroll down to the bottom of the page, and write a review. I'm looking forward to our next episode and I hope you'll join us again. Blessings to you today, friend, as you live out your own grace-filled grit.